Okay, with everyone's permission. So this uh, coming up Shabbat is a triple header Shabbat. It's a rare, rare time uh, that we have. We take out three Sifre Torah because we have the parasha of Tazria, we have the para- we have the parashat Hachodesh, and we also have Rosh Chodesh. So we, we and we begin uh, we begin Nisan. So we. Uh, when we begin Nisan, it's a very special time. You know, we have the custom every morning to read the, uh, for the first 12 days and then the 13th day, we read the sacrifice of the, of the Nesim, of the, of the presidents of each tribe. Now, someone asked, someone asked a question about going to the cemetery. So our custom really is in the Chodesh Nisan, unless someone has to go, we don't go to the cemetery. So for, for, you know, we're we reading in these parashiyot really about the Kohanim and also about the idea of Tumah. So the, the opinion I always have is I don't like to go to the cemetery at all based on also the Vilna Gaon. But if, unless you have to bury someone, if you have to go for mitzvah, you go. So I said some years back, I was walking with uh, Rav Azriel Mansour after we prayed in the morning, we took a walk and uh, we were talking about the idea of going to the cemetery. And is there still a part of the neshama that's remaining with the, the body in the cemetery? Because after the first year, we know that, that the, the, the neshama is rising up from, from the body. It's, re, it's, it's basically resting on the matzeva, and then it's going up to shamayim. So he said there's a part of the neshama that remains with the body while the body is in the ground. And, and there's an ability to do an uh, uh, aliyah of that neshama Specifically, he said three, three times. It's on the yard side of the person. He said on Erev Rosh Chodesh and also on Erev Chag. So those are the days that people generally would go to the cemetery. So he said, now, it's interesting. We're gonna, we, we go, some, but some people, again, have the custom not to go to the cemetery at all. And if you have a custom not to go, then how do you relate? Now, by Syrians, for example... Many Syrians, and I think many people go to the cemetery in the days before Rosh Hashanah or between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur specifically. Because they're in some way asking for those neshamot to, 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 to make a plea. Now, Ren, we have to remember, we're not supposed to pray to a, a person who's, who's passed away. We should pray in their zechut. But it's interesting. The Zohar Kadosh says something very, very interesting. It describes... Uh, it describes the, the heaven where the souls are as Dror Kenla, as a, as a bird's nest. And it says that during the first 22 days of Tishrei, and during the first 21 days of Nisan, the souls look out over the nest and they sing. The way we understand it is that on those two times of year, those neshamot that have already passed away, they're praying in some way on behalf of us down here. So therefore we understand why people go during Tishrei, because those souls are praying for them in some way, so you're trying to do mitzvah for those souls. What about Nisan? We don't go. So again, some people have a custom to go Erev, Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Hmm? And Erev Rosh Chodesh Elu. But it's interesting that we have, during, during the Chodesh of Nisan, when we start each day, 
we say in each day, we say, a, we say the, the prince of the day and the sacrifice that he brought. But at the end of each day's prayers, we're supposed to say, and it says that this, we're supposed to also say, we're supposed to also say this during the month of Tishrei. And before we say this tefillah, we're supposed to give three coins to Sedaka. Just like you give three coins in the morning, you should be give three coins when you say this tefillah. And what about Shabbat? It says on Shabbat, since you can't give, you should have in mind that you're going to give six coins on Sunday. And what is this prayer? It's very interesting because it says that it says it's, a, it's basically a prayer for those who passed away. And it talks about those who are like the birds singing in the nest. And it goes through really what the Zohar is saying. And in essence, what are we doing? Also, you see that, that the, 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 uh, the, birchata, the, the, the blessing on the trees, that has to do also with helping neshamot that aren't able to make it up there. It allows them to make it up there. It gives them an extra boost to be able to get up when we say that. So in essence, it, it seems that what are we doing? We are in some way praying for those neshamot and giving tzedakah for those neshamot to raise them up. And they, on the other hand, are doing what? They're singing or praying for us from above at those two specific times. Now we know why those two specific times. Because during, obviously, the, the beginning of Tishrei, we have Rosh Hashanah, uh, the 10 days of repentance, Yom Kippur, preparing for Sukkot, Sukkot. And then we have uh, Shmini Atzeret with Simchat Torah. So that's obvious that all that time is completely filled with mitzvot. During the beginning of the month of Nisan, really, what are we doing? We're cleaning our house, we're preparing for Pesach, we're getting the matzah, we're getting everything else prepared. So again, we're involved in mitzvot. When we're involved in mitzvot, we have to remember that, you know, sometimes we say that I want to do a mitzvah li'ilui nishmat, for the, to raise up the soul of my father, for example. It's really never necessary to say such a thing. Because every time you do a mitzvah, there's an implied li'ilui nishmat of your father, of your mother, of the person who taught you. Because all of those people benefit from the mitzvah that you did. So what's happening is during the periods of the year that we're doing extra mitzvot, what are we doing? We're bringing extra, extra light, so to say, to those neshamot that are in this bird, bird's nest, the, the, the place that we're calling it in heaven. And those neshamot in turn are doing what? A praying for us. So it's a reciprocal relationship that we have to have in mind. So we should have in mind when we, when we finish our tefillot each day in the beginning of Nisan, that we're not just saying this about the Nesi'im. We should look at this, this short tefillah and we should think about what it's saying and, and how it's raising up those neshamot and we should connect to those people who passed away and who, who gave us what we have and the ability that we have to do what we have to do. And in turn, when we do that, we know that those people are going to bring us blessing. So is it necessary to go to the cemetery to accomplish? Obviously not. You can give the tzedakah. You don't have to go to the cemetery. Give the tzedakah here. You do the mitzvot here. Whenever you're doing a mitzvah, those mitzvot apply. Now, you know, so on the one hand, I'm going to say that I don't, I don't jump to go to the cemetery. 
On the other hand, I always have the story, my father, when he, when he, I think he turned around 80, and what happened was they thought he had prostate cancer. They were sure he had prostate cancer. And I went to a number of different doctors, and Mayor, Mayor had me talk to the head of uh, the department in St. Francis. I went to the head of the department in, in, uh, in Mount Sinai and NYU, and all of them told me the same thing. Your father's already 80 years old. We don't deal with it because life expectancy, whether he has or doesn't have, it doesn't make a difference. My father's doctor, though, was with him in World War II. They were both 80. And he got very angry and he literally cursed every word in the book and said they already think we're dead because they want to take our jobs. It reminds me of... The Midrash, the Midrash that we, we saw yesterday with Nadav and Avihu, they're walking behind Moshe and Aaron and saying, when are we going to take over? And Hashem says, who's going to bury who? And there the, 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 the rabbis tell us, you know, the old camels, sometimes they're carrying the skins of the young camels on their back. So the doctor said, no, we're going to do everything because your father could be 80, but he's a young man. So what happened was they went to do the surgery. And when they went in, there was nothing. And the doctor said, I don't understand, because we were sure there was something, because on the images, it showed something. We found out later on that Marvin Azrak, who really was like my father's partner, he was the chairman of the board, or he was the president one, my father was chairman of all the Achieze charities. He was really Sadiq Sadiq. The day of the surgery, he went right after Tefillah to the cemetery, and he sat by my grandfather's grave, the entire time of the surgery, reading Tehillim by the grave. So we found out the story after. So do we think that going to the cemetery is nothing? That it doesn't do anything? So come to me back and say, you know, what are you here? So, you know, we have, you know, by Syrians, we all get buried in the same place. You know, everyone goes to Staten Island, at least if they were born before 1960. So everyone goes to Saturday, so every time we go to a, se- a funeral, even though you don't really visit, since my father's on the front row, I drive by, you know, I, hello dad, you know. And, and, my, and even when I was a kid, my father used to take us to the cemetery to bury people. If they didn't have 10 guys, then we would, we were kids going to school and say, no, you're not going to school today, we have a cemetery, you have to come because we need 10 guys. So on the one hand, you're still going, on the other hand, when you tell people not to go, maybe... There's a reason to go. So if you ask me the bottom line answer, I don't have the bottom line answer. Because on the one hand, I prefer not to. But on the other hand, how could you deny all the stories that we hear?